And you're on right now with Jim Dawes. A daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America First perspective. Coming to you on the Mojo Five O Radio Network, streaming live on iHeartRadio. You can listen on demand anytime on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, or Spotify. And you can follow me on Twitter at right now Jim Dawes. We'd love to hear from listeners. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com or leave a voicemail that we could use on the broadcast at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. Well, surprise, surprise, surprise. There is another whistleblower. Nobody saw that coming. Only everybody saw that coming. This is uh, the wrap-up smear that the Democrats have honed and perfected over years of not having anything actually uh, to offer the American people. And uh, and this follows, you know, the, the typical pattern of their wrap-up smears. They come out with unsubstantiated and, and uh, unfounded allegations, get everybody in a uproar with the aid of their media mouthpieces. And then uh, as soon as the narrative falls apart and people start seeing it for what it is, a hoax, they come out with another accusation to try to establish some sort of pattern. And we're being told now that this whistleblower is the real deal. The other one only had secondhand information and nearly everything that was complained contained in his complaint turned out to be false. But this one's going to be the real deal, and he's another uh, deep state uh, CIA spook, it appears. Intelligence community is the euphemism they use now, as if it's some sort of a village. It's just a village of spooks. Don't worry. They're very expert at conducting coups, and they're in the process of trying to conduct a coup right here in the United States, but they're part of the community. We're going to talk uh, a lot about this whistleblower uh, a little later on in the show. I, I know or I suspect. Shoot me an email and let me know. Are you are you tired of this whole impeachment uh, psychodrama? Have you caught on uh, because they spent the Democrats the first two and a half years of the Trump campaign trying to convince you that Donald Trump was a secret Russia agent? only to have that whole narrative fall apart entirely to be immediately followed by the, the, the scandal that the president of the United States asked a foreign leader to help him conduct uh, uh, an inquiry into corruption involving the vice president of the United States in the previous administration. You want to talk about predication, He's on videotape bragging about it. He's got videotapes of him taking his his uh, drug-addled son over to China to meet with the Bank of China, the state-owned bank, to get a $1.5 billion investment in his, in his startup venture capital firm. Oh, nothing to see here. Move along, move along. We're not going to answer questions. You're, you're a conspiracy theorist. 
But I want to talk. Uh, start by talking about this uh, this ruling from a federal judge, an Obama appointed federal judge in the Southern District of New York, who has ruled in favor of the Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance that Donald Trump has to turn over eight years of his tax returns so that Cyrus Vance can investigate whether or not Donald Trump paid uh, or the to investigate whether the hush money that Donald Trump paid to Stormy Daniels as part of that non-disclosure agreement constituted a campaign finance violation. Now, this particular issue has already been litigated and uh, ruled on. They brought a very similar case against uh, John Edwards, who was uh, on the vice presidential ticket, and they determined that no paying off a uh, someone that accuses you of having an affair with them does not constitute a campaign expenditure because he would have had uh, every reason to want to keep that um, out of the public eye anyway. I don't believe, personally, that Donald Trump had an affair with Stormy Daniels. I believe that Donald Trump has been unfaithful in his marriages. I don't know if that's the case in his current marriage, but I, I believe he has been before. But I don't believe that uh, he slept with Stormy Daniels. If, I, if I'm evaluating a he said, she said, then I have to uh, go by the credibility, and I'm not going to take the word of a video prostitute who blackmailed um, Donald Trump for money to keep her mouth shut about it. And then after he paid her, turned around and blabbed about it anyway. I don't believe her. I'm a little less convinced of the, uh, the McDougal woman, but, um, but I don't believe Stormy Daniels. The fact that she hired Michael Avenetti, uh, uh, le- leads me to believe that she was uh, corrupt and, and a shakedown artist. But in any case, back to the judge's ruling. Somehow, the judge agrees with the Manhattan District Attorney that they need eight years of Donald Trump's tax returns to make the determination whether or not Trump paying this woman constitutes a campaign finance violation. There are no um, facts in dispute here. Donald Trump had his attorney pay her uh, for a non-disclosure agreement. He reimbursed the attorney. Why do they need eight years of tax returns? I'll tell you why they need eight years of tax returns, because they're part of the resistance movement. Cyrus Vance is part of the resistance, and they want to get Donald Trump's tax returns, and this is their justification for doing it. And the judge is going right along with it. The violence being done to our judicial system and our, prosec- uh, our uh, prosecutions by this uh, fevered effort to get Donald Trump is just beyond belief. And you'll read a lot of things. Oh, well, Michael Cohen already pleaded guilty to a campaign finance violation for paying off Stormy Daniels. Yeah, that's because Michael Cohen let Lanny Davis, the Clinton fixer, punk him out They probably told him, if you don't plead to this, we're going to give you a much stiffer sentence for some of the other uh, financial crimes you've committed. But if you'll plead to this, then we can smear Donald Trump with it, and we'll give you a reduced sentence. Only three years. Sign right here, Michael. 
dumbass. Why would they need eight years of tax returns? Even if it were related to his taxes, it would only be in the year that he paid her. And the uh, the Trump um, lawyers are going to uh, appeal this, and they may have to go all the way to the Supreme Court before they get a fair ruling that will be put in place to keep from screwing up the uh, federal judicial precedents. But it's prosecutorial misconduct aided and abetted by this Obama judge. Well, uh, Donald Trump is trying to get us out of these Middle Eastern wars, and he's announced that he's uh, pulling out the 150 or 200 troops that we have remaining in Syria, and he signed a uh, or made an agreement with Turkey's President Erdogan that will allow them uh, to go in and continue to press the case against the remnants of ISIS. Now, the uh, military-industrial complex, led by Lindsey Graham and Colin Powell, are in an uproar about this because they fear that Erdogan will go after the Kurds, and there is every reason to believe that he will. I certainly hope that the administration got some sort of agreement out of the uh, out of Erdogan that they were not going to uh, start attacking the Kurds, but the Kurds and the Turks have a long history, and I don't want to get uh, in between that either. If we want to help the Kurds uh, with weapons, uh, that's that's one thing. I don't want to be uh, tied down in the Middle East defending the Kurds. The Kurds have been historically oppressed. I feel bad for them, and I feel some sort of kinship because usually when we've stupidly gone over uh, and involved ourselves in Middle East wars, the Kurds have uh, have come to our aid because they have everybody else over there in the region is uh, is against them. Lindsey Graham, of course, who never saw a war he didn't support getting into, staying into, or uh, or escalating, took to the microphone to condemn the president. Impulsive decision by the president has undone all the gains we've made, thrown the region into further chaos. Iran is licking their chops. And if I'm an ISIS fighter, I've got a second lease on life. So to those who think ISIS has been defeated, you will soon see. And to Turkey, okay. you have destroyed the relationship What little you had with the U.S. Congress. And I will do everything I can to sanction Turkey's military and their economy if they step one foot into Syria. But they are. I hope I'm making myself clear how short-sighted and irresponsible this decision is. Now, now, when you listen to him talk, you just keep in mind that this is the guy that, uh, con- uh, with the help of uh, John McCain, had us uh, bombing Kosovo to force the Serbians out so that the uh, Muslims, the Kosovar Albanian Muslims, could take over uh, that area, which was the historic birthplace of the, um, the uh, Serbian people to ethnically cleanse it of Christians, burn the churches and force them out. He uh, was all for taking us into Iraq when that and that disastrous um, war that cost thousands of lives and trillions of dollars. And he's had us bogged down in Afghanistan trying to... Uh, convert that God-forsaken land into some sort of Jeffersonian democracy for 17 years now. 
but he's a. Uh, He's condemning the president. This is going to undo all all the good we've done. Well, if we had stayed the hell out of Syria to begin with, the Syrian government was uh, well able to handle ISIS and put them down. But no, we had to get in uh, and and start um, interfering and destabilize the region even further. Colin Powell, Colin Powell, the guy that went to the United Nations and swore that uh, Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and we had to go in there and unseat that regime. Couldn't restrain himself either. The Republican Party has got to get a grip on itself. Right now, Republican leaders and members of the Congress, both Senate and the House, are holding back because they're terrified of what will happen to any one of them if they speak up. Will they lose a primary? Uh, I don't know why that's such a disaster, but will they lose a primary? And so they, 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 not, they need to get a grip. And when they see things that are not right, they need to say something about it. Because we, our foreign policy is, is a shambles right now, in my humble judgment. And I see things happening that are hard to understand. Our foreign policy is in shambles, in his humble judgment, says the Barack Obama endorsing former Secretary of State that got us bogged down in Iraq, got hundreds of thousands of people killed. He says that the Republican Congress has to excise this outsider. How dare this president take us out of a war? We just don't do that in the uh, military-industrial complex. It's unheard of. Stick with us. We've got to run out to a break. We'll be right back. Mojo. Attention, those of you looking to go on a fun vacation and see the world on the cheap. Today, the U.S. dollar is worth even more in other countries. So there's never been a better time to travel outside the USA. The dollar is worth over $1.30 in Canadian dollars. And it's the same for Australia. You can fly there today and have fun and maximize your travel dollar. Your U.S. dollar is worth over $3 in Brazilian reals, and it's worth over $18 in Mexican pesos. Plus, in Argentina, it's worth over $27 in Argentine pesos. Just think of the bargains you'll get. And the way you get the cheapest airfare to any destination is by calling tickets that cheap. Save up to 75% on your foreign vacation tickets. Don't wait. Call now. 800-932-1596. 800-932-1596. That's 800-932-1596. So yet another deep state spy, I would um, call him a saboteur, part of the uh, the resistance bur- buried, bur- burrowed into the bureaucracy in the intelligence community, has come forward. And, uh, and this was predictable because John Brennan, uh, after the first uh, whistleblower had been largely discredited, came out and said that, um, you know, that now was the time for the intelligence community to mobilize, and he called for other whistleblowers to step forward and make claims against the president. And he was appearing on uh, 
Chuck Todd's show yesterday. I won't call it a news show. I'm not sure what it is at this point. It's turned into some sort of psychodrama. It's what it is. It's basically a, a, a slightly toned down version of Rachel Maddow. Chuck Todd is uh, trying to, you know, compete with Rachel Maddow for the most over-the-top drama queen. But he had John Brennan on to um, to basically say that yes, uh, the the CIA is and should be conducting a coup. Um, the president is trying to make a big deal that the whistleblower is a member of the CIA as if that is somehow damages the whistleblower that they work for that entity of the government as a as if somehow we should be concerned that a uh, a CIA spy and the CIA has a long and storied history of going all over the world conducting uh engineering coups the most recent of which American people seem to be unaware was in the Ukraine where the CIA and the State Department overturned a duly elected government and uh, and led to uh, the the collapse of uh, of that area that region and uh, and resulted in Russia re- reclaiming the Crimea so that they could have access to their sole and only um, deep water port on the uh, on that side of the the country, but Brennan uh, uh, Chuck Todd's asking Brennan uh, how how could they have any concern that uh, the CIA is uh, is the ones are the ones uh, behind all of these so called whistleblower complaints where they have anonymity and legal protections and they're making claims that basically say well I disagree with the president's policy and so I'm going to blow the whistle. How dare he try to uh, look into corruption that took place in the previous administration? Just the whistleblower that they work for that entity of the government as opposed to, I guess, another entity of the government. Um, Do you sense a chill in the intel community that fear of speaking out? Uh, Well, I think that certainly is the attention of Mr. Mr. Trump, but I'm glad to see that the whistleblower did come forward. And I understand now there's a second one also. so uh, it, a chill, yes, but, uh, you know, the women and men of, of CIA and the intelligence community are among the most patriotic and dedicated Americans that this country has. And it's, I think, outrageous that someone like Donald Trump disparages and denigrates their work. But uh, they're in the trenches. They're around the world. They're doing their best to keep their fellow citizens safe. And so somebody of Mr. Trump's ilk is not going to be able to undermine and undercut their contributions to this country ever. He wasn't denigrating their work he was denigrating your work john brennan you are not the cia although unlike jim comey john brennan did come up through the ranks of the cia he is uh he is not representative of your typical field cia officer that do risk their neck but again and again this cia that uh, that brennan is defending has been a disaster for this country a unmitigated disaster from the Bay of Pigs to the collapse of Soviet Union to the invasion of Iraq to the missing 9-11. It has been just one monumental failure after another, and now they're going to apparently top it off by trying to topple a U.S. president, a duly elected U.S. president. 
And in doing so, they've sort of aligned themselves with uh, characters, Democrat characters up on uh, the Hill like Mad Maxine Waters. We know about the telephone call. We know a lot about this president. And so I believe that they know that he must be impeached. So I am perfectly comfortable expecting more and more whistleblowers to come forth. We want lots and lots of whistleblowers. Let me tell you something. If we establish this precedent that CIA spooks can use their inside information of an administration to try to characterize and disagree, mischaracterize and disagree with policy, and, and push back by filing whistleblower campaigns to unseat the administration, we are going to have an unstable government like you cannot believe. Nobody will be able to um, govern under those conditions. And uh, it seemed like that, um, that John Brennan, in fact, acknowledged that point uh, in that same interview with Chuck Todd. How would the CIA assess the stability of the American government right now? Oh, if well, it were, if it were if assessing America as if it was another country? Uh, we would look at it as a very corrupt government that is uh, under the sway right now of this powerful individual who has been able to just corrupt the institutions and the laws of that country. What would you say about this? What, have, what laws and institutions has he corrupted? The laws and institutions in this country have been uh, after this president since before he was sworn in. And the only thing he has done is try to defend the 63 million voters that put him into office while your CIA, John Brennan, has tried to unseat him and continues to do so. Stability of the democracy. I, th I think it's uh, no longer, you know, a democracy if an autocrat is has it in his hands. And no longer like a democracy, says John Brennan. His hands, which means that the democratic principles upon which this country are founded are are eroding right now. So you can't even wrap your mind around this this hypocrisy. And and uh, Chuck Todd sitting there and orchestrating this narrative. The failure of the CIA and the FBI and the deep state to uh, keep this guy from becoming president and then their failure to unseat him after he became president is a threat to democracy, according to John Brennan. <laughs> it's really quite amazing, and it makes you wonder if these people can hear themselves any longer. CIA would not assess America as a stable democracy? I think, it's, well, given the polarization of the country as well, there's, ver there's just tremendous uh, political instability here, and which is consuming the government now, and it's not able to take care of the issues that it needs to address, whether it be on the domestic front or the national security. Or the well, he's absolutely right about that. We have become a very unstable democracy as a result of the Obama administration's uh, uh, malicious attempt to rig an election. Very unstable. And now they're trying desperately to cover up their corruption while they were in office. To this day, nobody has ever held um, John, uh, I mean, um, Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton or John Kerry accountable for their apparent and manifest corruption. And now that the shoe's on the other foot and Trump's going on the offense. They appear willing, entirely willing, to bring down the government of the United States. And you got the former head of the CIA, 
taking to a Sunday news show to declare that this is no longer a democracy because we have been unable as of yet to engineer a coup against this duly elected president. Really? When we come back, I'm going to actually be interviewed by Chris Wallace of Fox News Sunday. This is a little scene interview, but um, I'm going to sit in for his regularly scheduled guests and see if I can answer some of his questions. Stick with us. We'll be right back after two messages on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Whether you have your own bathroom or you share one with your family, a little extra help keeping the bathroom sink, counter, and mirror clean goes a long way. And Viva paper towels are for the long haul. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. And they clean like cloth, helping you keep the surfaces in your bathroom dry and fingerprint and toothpaste free. For an exceptional bathroom clean, there's Viva paper towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America First perspective. So we got a second whistleblower. They're probably lined up outside that uh, law firm that Adam Schiff's staff referred the first whistleblower to. This law firm is a resistance law firm that set up shortly after Donald Trump came to town and started advertising on billboards and in local newspapers for deep state resistance um, warriors to come forward and make uh, accusations against the Trump campaign. And they offered money for it. We don't know very much about, well, we know uh, the principals in that law firm are um, veterans of the Clinton and Obama uh, administration, and they have worked for the Clintons. We don't know where their funding is coming from, who all their team consists of, but I I bet you that it is this uh, network of left-wing Nonprofits orchestrated by George Soros and other deep-pocketed radicals that are trying to, uh, you know, take this uh, this last effort before the uh, 2020 elections to try to get Trump impeached. And so now we have another CIA um, so-called whistleblower. Uh, snitch is not the right term. Um, spy, saboteur, palace coup um, participant coming forward 
supposedly with firsthand information. The 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 first uh, C, uh, CIA whistleblower was a bust because he didn't have any firsthand information, and nearly every claim that he made turned out to be false. But this one, you have to take seriously. You kind of wonder if he's not actually represented by Michael Avenetti, a la Julie Swetnick, because that's what all of this really smacks of. It 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 reminds you, puts you in mind of the smear campaign, the wrap-up smear that the Democrats conducted against Brett Kavanaugh. You bring out one, um, you know, allegation when that one falls of its own weight and uh, co- contradictions. You bring out another to try to establish a pattern. And this all was not lost on old Lindsay himself. Remember Kavanaugh, it started with one complaint that wound up being unverifiable, a complaint against Judge Kavanaugh about a party that took place in high school 30 years ago without any notice of where it happened and when it happened, and everybody described to be there said it didn't happen. And five more allegations came after that. What did we learn in Kavanaugh? That they were coaching witnesses and they were piling on to try to create an impression that Judge Kavanaugh was a flawed human being. This is Kavanaugh all over again. Does this second whistleblower, if there is one, uh, are they within the intel community? And what is it about the intel community and Trump that is so off base here? I can tell you that. shift do with the whistleblower, the first one, what they did with Kavanaugh witnesses, coach him up? Well, I'll tell you what it is with the intel community. The intel community was knee-deep in this foreign operation based in the Ukraine and Italy and the United Kingdom and Australia to try to smear Donald Trump in the uh, 2016 presidential election, and they've got Bill Barr and John Durham out there digging into it, and so they've got to mobilize to to um, you know keep from taking the fall themselves. CNN assures us that this new whistleblower has firsthand information. Very significant development over the weekend with this second whistleblower. We know that this person is a member of the intelligence community. We know that they spoke with the inspector general of the intelligence community, but we don't know a ton more information specifically about, obviously, who this person is. That is being protected. And I will tell you, Jim, that Democrats are arguing that this adds more credence to the first whistleblower's complaint because this second whistleblower has direct knowledge of some of the events that were detailed in that first whistleblower's complaint. So the the deep state changed the rules on these whistleblower complaints to allow the first guy to bring his complaint to Congress. They decided that uh, you didn't have to have firsthand information after all. All the secondhand information turned out to be false. We've got a new whistleblower complaint, and notice how they call it from the intelligence community because they don't want to say it's another CIA spy, Jim, Trying to uh, trying to unseat this president, Jim Himes um, observed. He's a Democrat from Pennsylvania. That uh, apparently this new whistleblower was actually listening in on the president's phone call. I mean, you know, there aren't a whole lot of people uh, who are listening in on those conversations, and those people have finally said, "This is crazy. This is enough. I need to talk to the press." or I need to go through the whistleblower process. So believe me, Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff are simply recipients of the information that is pouring out of um, out of this White House. All of this is just giant kabuki theater. We know exactly what took place on that call. 
Now, the Democrats are trying to characterize what took place on that call as somehow corrupt because the president of the United States asked the new president of Ukraine to try to figure out what exactly was going on with Joe Biden's son sitting on the board and getting paid over $3 million over several years of a a corrupt Ukrainian gas company while his dad is demanding the prosecutor that's looking into that company be fired. Oh, Donald Trump's not allowed to do that. Only we're allowed to do that kind of thing. But you see the difference between Trump asking Ukraine and China to look into Joe Biden's corruption and the Democrats, the Obama administration, uh, spying on the Trump campaign and sending undercover operatives to, to try to entrap them is this old word that, uh, that Bill Barr used during his confirmation. He wants to know whether the investigation into Donald Trump was adequately predicated. In other words, did they have reason, actual reason to believe, other than this, uh, this myth- mythological uh, work of fiction by Christopher Steele, that Donald Trump was somehow a Russian agent? Did they have a properly predicated reason for launching this investigation, this undercover operation targeted at the Trump campaign? And he's over there digging into that now. There is no doubt that an investigation into Joe Biden and Hunter Biden is predicated. They've got it on video. They've got it on video of Joe Biden bragging about getting this prosecutor fired on pain of losing a billion dollars in U.S. aid. The prosecutor says, yes, I was investigating Burisma. And yes, I was fired because Joe Biden didn't want me digging into Burisma anymore. And all of this is what they call a prima facie case. On its face, it's corruption. Joe Biden's son rides over for 17 hours on Air Force Two to China, scoops up a $1.5 billion investment into a, a startup uh uh, wealth fund. Um, it's not a venture capital fund. It's a, it's an investment fund. Totally unqualified. To, to, I mean, you know, the big, big boys would have liked to have had that kind of deal, but they haven't never got a, a deal like that from the state owned bank of China. It's obviously a payoff nepotism. There's a properly predicated investigation that needs to be conducted, especially when you consider that as of right now, Joe Biden is one of the leaders for the the nomination to become the next president. Yeah, we need to know what happened there and in other places where uh, Hunter Biden was taking money. Joe Biden was in charge of two major projects while he was vice president. One was Ukrainian policy and the other was China policy. And in both of those cases, he drug his his um, despicable, no other word for it, son, Hunter Biden, along, and Hunter Biden cashed in on it. Now, why are you being so mean to poor Hunter? He's just trying to make his way in the world, Jim. This is a guy who, when his brother died, had an extramarital affair with his dead brother's widow then left his wife for his dead brother's widow. 
who was discharged from the Naval Reserve for failing multiple drug tests for cocaine and who has monetized his relationship with his dad. Yeah, he's despicable. Oh, Senator Ron Johnson uh, was on Chuck Todd's show and nearly made Chuck Todd cry. I thought Chuck Todd was actually going to break down in tears at one point because he refused to go along with Chuck Todd's narrative. You know, I, I have a I have my third letter into the Inspector General of the right, Intelligence Senator. Committee asking to just confirm, just confirm. Are you investigating those leaks that Peter Strzok talked about in that right, text? Senator, I have no idea so again, why. No, that's, that's why, a setup. Why, it is entirely relevant Fox, to this point. Why a Fox News conspiracy propaganda stuff is popping up on here. It, it I, is, have no, I have no idea why a Fox News propaganda conspiracy theory is popping up on NBC, home of MSNBC, home of Rachel Maddow, Lawrence O'Donnell, Chuck Todd, the whole damn wacky cast of characters who have for the last three years been ginning up a uh, unfounded conspiracy based on an opposition research document commissioned by Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. But now Chuck Todd is offended somehow that Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin comes on his show and points out that, yeah, the deep state's got a long history of trying to Unseat this president. It is not, that is, I have no that is, idea that why is we're exact, going here. That is, that is Senator, because I'm this is underlying about, exactly I'm why asking, President Trump is upset and why his supporters are upset right, well, at the news media. Okay, okay you know, Chuck, this is not about the, the media. Here's Senator the Johnson, the, the, the Senator Johnson, please, can ahead. we please answer the question that I... This is, this is a grown man who took the anchor chair at Meet the Press from... Um, Somebody sent me an email uh, with the the name of the prior host uh, who, who died young, and uh, and a whole a whole long line of real journalists. We've now got Chuck Todd sitting there, basically about to cry because his guest dares to push back on his established narrative. This is not tough questioning. This is just trying to shout somebody down. I asked you, instead of trying to make Donald Trump feel better here, that you're not criticizing I'm not, I'm not. him. I'm, I'm just tr- trying, trying to, to ask you a simple question of, of what, made you, what made you wince. Uh, what, what is, I'm asking a simple question about you clearly were upset that somehow there was yes, an implication I, I was, that military was, aid was, was being frozen yes. because the president wanted the, an investigation. Why did you right, wince? You know, that's really unbelievable. That's on a network Sunday news show. Chuck Todd has pushed himself to the edge of hysteria. Tim Russert, that's the guy, the last, uh, the last real host of meet the press. They've fallen to the, the, uh, totally incompetent bias and untalented mediocre Chuck Todd. We got to run out to a break. When we come back, we're gonna we're gonna get to that interview where uh, Chris Wallace is gonna ask me a few tough questions. Stick with us. Mojo.
Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Introducing DentalPlans.com. How would you like to save 10 to 60% off your next dental visit for as little as $7 a month? We offer trusted dental savings plans from companies like Cigna and Aetna with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Be a part of the 1 million-plus happy smiles served since 1999 that save money when they visit the dentist. You can save on cleanings, dentures, braces, x-rays, fillings, crowns, root canals, and even teeth whitening. Call 800-296-1247 now to start saving immediately. Mention promo code RADIO to receive 15% off any plan. And for a limited time, one month free. Call 800-296-1247. That's 800-296-1247. Fees build annually plus a $20 processing fee. Savings plans are not insurance. Savings will vary by provider, plans, and zip code. Consult with plan detail page for additional plan terms. Not all plans and offers available in all markets. You know, there's just a very small handful of Republicans that have the spine and the ability to think on their feet fast enough to go on these Sunday shows and push back against this thoroughly dishonest narrative that the media is uh, is pushing including over there at fox news with chris wallace now you would think that with 95 percent plus of the media being all in on the democrats talking point that uh that the news division over there at fox news would try to distinguish itself by actually looking at the other side of the coin and and not swallowing um, the the mainstream media's narrative hook, line, and sinker. But Chuck Todd has joined right, I mean, um, Chris Wallace has joined right in with him. And we're going to get to uh, that interview that I keep promising where Chuck Todd asked me a few, uh, I mean, I keep saying Chuck Todd, where Chris Wallace asked me a few tough questions. But I want to I wanna finish up this topic first. And Jim Jordan appeared uh, with the little munchkin over there on this week with George Stephanopoulos and uh, and called out Adam Schiff. Investigation. Pastor Volcker told us exactly the opposite. He said there was no quid pro quo, no linkage to any investigation and this and the security assistance money. But this is this is Adam Schiff's partisan and unfair uh, process that he's going through, releasing selective texts. Why don't he release the whole transcript? Well, why don't so we I know? Ask, I ask Hakeem Jeffries that exact you doing question. That, but but that, the, the real question is, why don't you ask uh, Adam Schiff, why won't he do it? The president released a call, unprecedented. He released a call with a foreign leader. That hasn't been done very often, maybe not be, before. But why won't Adam Schiff do the same thing with the... Why There were 67 pages of text messages. Why just a few handful selected, highlighted by the Democrats? The same Democrat staff, who, by the way, met with this whistleblower before he even filed the complaint, and Adam Schiff wouldn't tell us that. The same Adam Schiff who did the false statement at the start of the hearing a week ago. The same Adam Schiff who met with Michael Cohen. His staff met with Michael Cohen for 10 hours before Michael Cohen testified. Why won't... This is... And I think Americans see this. And and, and The same... Adam Schiff that promised for over two years that he had firsthand knowledge of secret um, classified information that was going to prove that Donald Trump was a stooge of Vladimir Putin. He lied to us for two and a half years, and the Democrats now have, have him as chair of their Senate, intel, or the House Intelligence Committee, and leading this impeachment jihad against the president. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> I don't think that Donald Trump 
asking um, the Ukrainian president, what's the deal with, uh, with uh, Joe and Hunter Biden's activities in the Ukraine or the Chinese government of, you know, how did, how did the, the Bank of China happen to decide to give Hunter Biden and uh, Chris Hines, the, the stepson of the former Secretary of State, $1.5 billion to invest? That's millions of dollars in fees, by the way. Millions. I don't think the American people are going to buy it. Susan Page over there at USA Today agrees with me. That American voters care more about their lives than they care about the people in Washington. So if, if people, Democrats or Republicans are talking mostly about impeaching or protecting President Trump, you're not addressing issues about health care, for instance, that people do care about in their own lives. <laughs> They're not addressing anything that they promised to do. You know, the reason that the Democrats were able to retake the House of Representatives is because they, they put out these so-called moderate Democrats in Trump districts and promised to go to Washington to work constructively, and all of that has been thoroughly derailed. And you got Joe Biden absolutely refusing to answer any questions about it. Your role as vice president in, in charge of policy in Ukraine, and your son's job in Ukraine. How is that not a conflict of interest? How is that not a conflict? There's been no indication of any conflict of interest from Ukraine or anywhere else. Period. I'm not going to. I'm not going to respond to that. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing that no president has ever done. No president. Don't focus on me. Focus on him. You're not supposed to focus on me. I'm the Democrat candidate. I don't think that's going to last very long. I don't think he can continue to just deny this. At some point, he's going to ask, have to answer the question, did he, in fact, know that uh, his son's company was under investigation when he demanded that, that prosecutor be fired? Chris Wallace, um, as I said, you know, should be taking the opportunity to differentiate himself from the other news shows, but uh, apparently, you know, they're all in on the herd mentality in the mainstream media. And Chris Wallace, you know, wants to be welcome at his, his, uh, liberal cocktail parties and be part of the in crowd. And, um, he had, uh, he had a guest on this week. Uh, it was the, um, uh, one of the representatives from Utah whose name escapes me. It did a pretty good job, but, uh, you know, it occurred to me that the answers to Wallace's biased and one-sided questions are, are a lot simpler than the representative from Utah made. I want to ask you first about this this new report, which Fox News has confirmed that there is now a second whistleblower in this case who has spoken to the inspector general for the intelligence community, says he has firsthand knowledge that corroborates some of the allegations made by the first whistleblower. Does that concern you? Well, it doesn't really concern me. The only thing that concerns me is your handling of this, uh, announcing that uh, he is corroborating evidence that was uh, never in evidence to begin with. If you recall the first whistleblower, his, uh, his statement, his complaint was wrong about every material fact all the way down the line. And now we don't have to hear from whistleblowers any longer. We have the actual transcript of what went on in that call, and it was perfectly appropriate. You might not like it, you might think that the president uh, should have uh, exercised more discretion in light of the current uh, environment, but there was nothing illegal or unethical about it. And the, and, and the allegation by the first whistleblower, and a lot of it has already been corroborated. Is it... Actually, let me stop you right there, Chris. None of it has been corroborated. 
The only thing that was corroborated was there was a phone call. None of the contents of that call has been corroborated, Chris. So the premise to your question uh, is not valid. What's next? Let's unpack what you what you just said here, because President Trump made it very clear this week. He says his call for Ukraine and now China to investigate allegations against Vice President Biden and his son Hunter have nothing to do with the 2020 election as you contended. Take a look. I'm only interested in corruption. I don't care about politics. I don't care about Biden's politics. I never thought Biden was going to win, to be honest. Congressman, can you tell me of any other instance during the time President Trump has been in office where he asked a foreign leader to investigate a specific American on the issue of corruption? Well, it's an interesting question, Chris. We actually are not privy to all of the president's conversations with foreign leaders, so we can't necessarily answer that question. But the question of whether or not Joe Biden, uh, it's appropriate for the president to ask for Joe Biden to be investigated is pretty simple. Joe Biden was on videotape bragging about getting the prosecutor fired who was looking into his son's company for which he was unqualified to uh, sit on the board of and who was compensated to the tune of $3 million. All of this is obvious corruption. And if you weren't carrying the water for the Democrats, you would have to admit that. Forgive me. I said, President Trump, can you tell me of another instance where President Trump on a conversation, a call has publicly or privately asked for the the, uh, foreign leader to investigate a specific American? Well, if it's a private conversation, then we wouldn't know that now, would we, Chris? But the question here is whether it was appropriate for the president to want to know whether the former vice president of the United States was engaged in graft who is the former vice president of the United States, who is at the time the front runner for the Democrat nomination, was engaged in graft using his official position to enrich his son. Wouldn't you agree, Chris? Forgive me. I I mean, I don't mean to interrupt, but you can't tell me of another case where we have a record of the president specifically asking for a foreign leader to investigate a specific American. Uh, Actually, Chris, if, if you weren't aware of it, Uh, The president is having um, inquiries made into the origins of the Russiagate hoax in Italy and the United Kingdom and Ukraine and Australia. So, yes, that does go on, Chris. And and other than Joe Biden, can you tell me of another? I mean, there are millions of Americans. Chris, you really you seem to be stuck on defending Joe Biden. Why are you willing to just take Joe Biden's word for it, and yet you want to climb inside the president of the United States' head and try to determine whether or not he had a corrupt motive for wanting to know whether or not the former vice president of the United States was corrupt? This guy has spent the last three years defending himself against uh, accusations of corruption, and now you expect him to just turn a blind eye to obvious corruption on behalf of the previous administration. And you think it's just a coincidence that... I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it's because Joe Biden uh, has a predicate to be investigated. All right. I want, I want to pick up on what you said at the very top, which is that there is no quid pro, no linkage between President Trump's asking 
uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky to investigate Joe Biden and U.S. support, including $400 million in military aid. Even if it was a quid pro quo, it was not a quid pro quo that would have benefited the president personally. Quid pro quos are what uh, diplomacy is based on, Chris. If the president wants to get to the bottom of corruption, he can make uh, foreign aid conditioned on the cooperation of getting to the corruption. Now, whether or not, um, you know, there was anything found against Joe Biden would be a different question for uh, an American process. But there's nothing wrong with a quid pro quo. The president is doing his job. His job is to ferret out corruption. And if it's on behalf of somebody, a vice president of the former administration, that is a very serious issue indeed that the president should be involved in. August 10th, Ukrainian aid to Volker. Once we have. Oh, don't start with these text messages. You only see the ones that Adam Schiff has leaked to you that uh, puts their narrative in the best light. Instead of the 64 pages of text messages, they just release a few of them, and you're taking the bait because you're so anxious to ingratiate yourself with the rest of the, uh, the mainstream media. Finally, September 1st, the top U.S. No, I don't want to talk about that. Let's uh, let's try this last one. All right. I, I got one final question for you. You are a member of the Utah congressional delegation. Actually, I'm not, but go ahead. Over the weekend, President Trump has really gone after Utah Senator Mitt Romney. I want to put up some tweets. Well, you don't have to put it up. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's where the pre- president of the United States called Mitt Romney a pompous ass. And I could not agree more with the president's characterization of the junior senator from Utah. He is a pompous ass who made his money by uh, basically raiding the retirement funds and health care funds of hardworking people and destroying American companies. I think he's a thoroughly despicable character who should have never been elected by the people of Utah. And I wish they would find some way to remove this man. And I've heard rumblings recently that he's thinking about running against me for president and i wish he would so he can go down to defeat again how's that (laughs) that's about it for this edition of right now with jim dawes i want to thank you for joining us and invite you back here again tomorrow on the mojo 50 radio network for another edition of right now we will talk to you then When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details.